Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. 
Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, 
He's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And we are back. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct, as Tree just said, from the spectacular Governor's Lakeside Palatial State here in the great state of Minnesota, up north, as we like to say, God's country. And I want to say what's going on to everybody out there. All the love, all the support for the show. The Gov definitely appreciates it, man. That's all I got to say. Oh, man. Lots to get through tonight here in the next couple hours. Let me first start by saying uh, for you boxing fans out there, we are going to have the boxing guru, my main man. Uh, he is a contributor over at IE Sports Radio. You may have heard him last week on my boxing show, Ringside with Vince Wright. But we're going to talk to Gilbert Batista tonight. He is going to be joining us at uh, 8.30 Central, 9.30 on the East Coast there. He's coming to us from uh, right around Fresno, California, kind of that Central California Valley. Knows a lot about the fight game, follows MMA as well, so we're really going to get into that tonight. Um, We're going to talk about last week's fight, Sean Porter taking down Andre Berto. Also, huge uh, heavyweight championship fight this Saturday afternoon on Showtime. Klitschko and our main man, Anthony Joshua, 90,000-plus in Wembley Stadium over there in England, so... And like I said, it is going to be live as well. So make sure you guys check that out. AP said ain't so. AP gone to the big easy. We're going to definitely touch on that. The Gov's going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly. And uh, one of my favorite all-time Minnesota Vikings finally hitching his wagon and going south. I also want to get into a couple other things. Minnesota Vikings fans, all my local people who may not be in the chat room, you guys ready for Joe Mixon? Are you ready for Joe Mixon and all that's going to come with that? Can the Vikings fandom handle it? Which I think they can. Are the Vikings, however, ready for to handle the initial backlash of taking somebody who hit a woman? Now, I don't know if you heard or not, Joe Mixon and the woman he hit actually met last week, I believe, in private, kind of done on the down low. And I hope that he is sincere in his regret. Obviously, lots of money on the line for him, but that's not what it's about. You can't you can't do that. But anyway, if he is sincere and is doing all the right things, we're all about second chances in this country. So why shouldn't he get one? as well um if he does it again you know he's going down and deservedly so all right let me welcome some of the early people here in the chat room again the number if you want to call the gov before we get on the phone with uh mr gilbert batista a little later that number 651-968-0124 i'll get it in the chat room as well but again 651-968-0124 and it would actually probably help if i actually had my skype hooked up so (laughs) excuse me while we talk sports and sign into skype here as well uh so yeah ap finally gone we got a interesting little 
thing going on with our quarterbacks up here as well. Teddy may be ahead of schedule. And you hear the Skype pop on there, so the phone line should be up and running momentarily. But anyway, let's get to it, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. OG Dion in the house. OG, it's been a minute. Glad you're joining us. Thank you for joining Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Want to say what up also to our friends and also our partners over at WSME, where hopefully you'll be hearing from me and Dollars and Cents soon on the Sunday night show there as well so i want to say what up og larry b in the house want to thank him for joining me what up big larry the podcast brothers yes yes what's up x squad affiliates glad y'all tuned in tonight minnesota appreciates it big l big l just wants the minnesota snow bunnies Plenty of them waiting for you, Big L. What's happening, man? (laughs) Oh, and you know him. You love him. The one and only Big John Fisher in the building. And Big John Fish, Jay Fish, host of Cooking with the Microwave and many, many ill beats. John Fisher, Big John Fisher. What's up with you, man? Thanks for coming in. Love John Fish, man. Jay Fish doing big things, by the way, too, over on WSME. Uh, Great, great job over there on the afternoon show. I kind of like that. I wish I could listen. I get to listen to nothing with my new job, so... um, as much as I miss y'all, got to pay the bills and looking to kind of get up that corporate ladder doing my thing as well. So unfortunately, I can't listen live like I used to, but I'm always, hey, I'm real busy on the commutes to work, coming home, and after I get home at night. And Fish doing the bang-up job over there. Big L, Slug-O, Georgia State alumnus, the one and only. Can't wait to get down there and check out his squad over at the former Turner Field. I'm real interested to see what Georgia State does there. And if they can start getting some crowds for football. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be Georgia. I get that. It's not going to be Georgia Tech. Or can it be Georgia Tech? I don't know. Anyway, what up to you, Sluggo? Miss you, man. The lovely, lovely queen of the 305, Miss Mocha Bella, joining us tonight on Sports Done Right. How you doing? Appreciate the lovely and uh, wonderful and just very sweet Mocha Bella joining us tonight. Uh, repping her 305, talking about her Miami Dolphins, talking about her Marlins and uh, the Heat and everybody else. And oh, by the way, Oklahoma City up 22-19 on Houston in the second quarter. Brown Brothers and Friends, what's happening, y'all? All right, one more intro before we get to the sports. He is the main man, Kesey, host of the Kicking It with Kesey show. I am, man, I appreciate it, um, Kesey. 
Um, as we get into football a little bit later on, again, we're going to talk about Joe Mixon. We're going to talk a little bit about this draft. Um, the Gov, I used to do a little thing back in the show when I first started the podcast called Straight to the Point. I think I'm going to bring that back tonight. Just kind of a little editorial take towards the end of the show. We're going to get straight to the point on Colin Kaepernick and why he has just not been given a shot to apparently continue his NFL career. I know you bring up the name. It brings up a lot of feelings for a lot of people. But I'm going to tell you what I think because my position has not changed one iota. And it's it's just really surprising as usual. Or, or is it surprising that this guy who, by the way, says, you know what, I'm going to do all the stuff that you call a distraction. He's going to put that aside and play football. But now he can't get a look. So anyway, we'll talk about Colin a little bit later on. Appreciate everybody, everybody out here greeting everybody in the chat room. To all my local up north listeners in the five-state region, thank you guys so much for letting me know, A, that you're listening. We're seeing it in the stats now. We're seeing it in the in the uh, uh, location stats that we're getting some some more love from the up north region, and we're remaining solid and steadfast down south. That's right, representing all my homies down there, Georgia, South Carolina, the X Squad Nation, by way of uh, chilling with our main man Doug Stewart. So lots of good things to get going on here as well. Larry out there telling the folks about IE Sports Radio. Yeah, check out their shows as well, you guys, because lots of good stuff going on all over the podcast here. And, of course, xsquadaffiliates.com as well. And with that being said, we're off and running. We're talking sports. Hey, man, I guess a couple big things here locally before I get into the national scene here. Uh, You know, I got some... uh, communication communicato about uh, i'm just going to touch on the hockey here a little bit oh and first off jersey Vern, by the way congratulations on his new york rangers oh god whatever moving on to the next round of the playoffs but real quick i just wanted to say because i did get some correspondence about the minnesota wild and how not only they and my blackhawks by the way i'll get into the blackhawks here in a quick second before we move on Minnesota Wild lose to St. Louis four games to one best season ever in terms of their franchise history. And guess what? Folded once again in the first round. Uh, There's been issues about around the goalie Dubnik letting in soft goals. Uh, I think it goes deeper to the leadership on this team. And for the the hockey fans up north and maybe even around the country listening, um, the Minnesota Wild don't really have any leaders. They have Zach Parisi, who's won a Stanley Cup out in New Jersey. He doesn't seem to want to take the helm. And there just seems to be a, a real lack of leadership, a real veterans presence, even though the team's loaded with veterans. It just seems like everybody's just kind of passing the buck around there. So um, ah, I don't know, man. It's tough for you Wild fans. I get it. It's even, you know, I'm right there with you as a Blackhawks fan. You saw what happened to my Blackhawks. They got swept. Okay, they got swept in a big-time ass-kicking by the Nashville Predators and to all my Blackhawks fans back in my hometown of Chicago. And yes, folks, uh, I've heard from the Blackhawks fans down there. I've heard from Blackhawks fans here in the Twin Cities. 
and and just throughout tweet land and everything, this one hurt, and I get it. But guess what? When your top two all-world players don't show up, when you the all well, I won't say all-world go, goalie, but when your very solid playoff goalies letting in five goals a game, and you know the Hawks ain't scoring nothing, and more than that, Nashville just outskated them. It was done. It was done. When they lost that overtime game, they went up two nothing in game three. On the road, second period, game halfway done, two-goal lead, and didn't have it. Done. Brown Brothers, Nashville Preds, Nashville in the house, but I know nothing about hockey. (laughs) That's all right, homie. Rep your squad, man. Rep your squad. Like I said, we're only spending a quick minute on hockey. Um, for my, my up north folks, we will be having some hockey people coming on in the next few weeks, kind of recap this uh, BS season if you're a Wilds fan and uh, even us Blackhawks fans, BS as well. But, hey, like Big L said, damn Blackhawks, at least pinch a B. <laughs> you know, I mean, at least get a get a game. You know, they didn't score a goal until the third game. I mean, it's just crazy. I, you, you know, you take this all-world, supposed uh, all-world team loaded with Stanley Cup veterans and people who know how to do it, and they just got skated around. I want to say, what up? Uh-oh, there, yeah. I was waiting. Saber love to the main man, the golfing phenom, Mr. Rough Buff, X-Squad affiliate. What's going down, sir? And let's give Ruff's team, the Buffalo Sabres, a little love. Did you know the Buffalo Sabres are the number one fan base in hockey? They did this big study, um, you know, fan viewership of games on TV, attendance live, so on and so forth, and it was the Buffalo Sabres. That's right. The main thing about Buffalo is they love their hockey team. Obviously, the football team's gone in the tank for a minute. But rough buff out there golfing. I love the Avi. Get your butt up north so we can take care of you on the golf course up here, my man. Uh, love to have you up here. Shelly B talking Preds all day. What's up to the lovely Shelly B? And there's our guys. Trey Maestro did a great show before us today. Uh, Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Uh, and Trey says he's driving, but he's listening. We appreciate that, my brother. All right, let's just wrap up some other stuff now. I always say I don't really get into baseball talk, so I'm not going to get into that to, you know, probably at least a couple more weeks, get a quarter, a little more of the quarter season done. But Joe Maurer, Twins fans, down to 213. Uh, with that batting average, not good, not good. So what do we do here? He finally went over to first base. He's 34 years old, 14 seasons in, and and by the way, this big strapping lad, six foot five and whatnot, has hit oh, only 130 home runs. Three-time American League batting champion, six-time All-Star, American League MVP. And guess what? He still has this year and next year, folks, on that $184 million eight-year contract with the no-trade clause. And that doesn't look like he's going to be waiving it anytime soon. All right, looks like Houston's getting a little caught up here, down by one, um, still early in that game. 
So Twins, uh, yeah, Twins off to a nice start. And uh, by the way, congratulations to Tory Hunter making his debut on the TV. That's right. He is now a uh, Fox Sports analyst here locally for his former squad. And, you know, I didn't mind him. I thought he did a fairly good job his first little series out here. He will get better. I know there's been some people that have kind of given old Tory Hunter a little heat. But let me tell you something. Tory Hunter is Twins royalty. He followed Kirby Puckett. Not only followed Kirby, but played phenomenally. Couldn't quite get the rings here. Um, you know, borderline Hall of Fame career. I don't think he's quite a Hall of Fame player, but, um, you know, he is a Hall of Fame Minnesota twin. We do know that. So with that being said, congratulations to Tory Hunter. Again, making his debut in the booth. Minnesota Gopher football off to a rousing start here. Again, holding solid on the recruiting class for all my Georgia homies down there. That's right. We got, we taking them all. Got another one, another offensive lineman from Georgia signed with the Gophers. I think that puts us, I think about 10, right around maybe 10 Georgia players on the team. So I'm going to keep you guys filled in. We Obviously, as you know, Sports Done Right has a lot of listeners in Georgia, the Atlanta metro area with the X squad. So um, it's starting to get noticed up here, man, that we this little Georgia pipeline that we got going on. I was uh, talking back and forth with Macy O'Hur Jr. on the Crush uh, Sports Show a couple nights ago about that as well. IE Sports Radio, Big Larry, Tory Hunter is the man, former Angel as well. And, yeah, don't forget Tiger. A former Tiger as well. Uh, Taj Gibson. John Fish, the microwave, plays well with Westbrook. wonder if Minnesota could use Taj Gibson. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. RC. I, that's who I forgot. RC, my main man, another boxing aficionado from Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us tonight. And, folks, again, we are on IE, or listen to me, got my friends at IE Sports Radio. We're on xsquadaffiliates.com, spreaker.com. You can follow me at the Big Smooth One, the number one. That's me, Vince Wright, the sports governor. And getting into it, all kinds of different things tonight. Um, like I said, we're going to be talking some NFL with the draft coming up. The Vikings looking at Joe Mixon. AP finally gone. And, oh, by the way, Charlie Waters here in the local St. Paul paper in his don't print that section. So I've had a lot of talk about Tom Thibodeau. Now that the season is over here, season one in the books, Timberwolves kind of standing pat, man. I mean, you know, again, flashes of brilliance, but way too many losses after having double digit leads. And it is, it was just to the point where it became a running joke here in the twin cities. But anyway, uh, he says, look for Timberwolves president coach. That's right. He's also the team president. Forgot about that. Tom Thibodeau, after his team's uh, defense poor 31 victory season, the target six foot nine. Oh, and who did we just say? Taj Gibson of Oklahoma City this summer. Gibson is exactly what Thibodeau and the Wolves need. Thibodeau coach Gibson, by the way, um, who in the regular season averaged nine points, four and a half rebounds with the Chicago Bulls. And is a big admirer of the former USC star who was in his eighth season and playing for $9 million. 
Gibson is 31, not quite the player he was a few years ago, but is very, but is a very tough defensive player of high character for the young locker room. So there you go, Taj Gibson. If uh, what do you think about that? If the Wolves wind up with the number six pick after the lottery, they'll consider seven foot, two hundred thirty pound Larry. Um, how do you say this name? Markinen. Oh, the a native Finlander who played at Arizona and has three-point shooting range. Oh, yeah, I remember that, dude. Um, also expected to be available at number six, there are several point guards who can shoot, which um, could cause Thibodeau to consider a package deal involving the Wolves' Ricky Rubio. So, Ricky Rubio, not quite off the trade block just yet. So, oh, hold on, where are my manners? Everybody's favorite uncle up in the joint. Want to say what up? Gotta love him, man. The one and only. Jersey Vern. Chief Rocker. Numero uno. So what's going on, Jersey? Appreciate you, my brother. I was just looking for Jersey's music, but of course, not on cue right now. All right, let me get out here in the chat room here. <laughs> There's Jersey, F. Peterson. Oh, Jersey just mad because he didn't go to New York. That's all that is. And he is in the room, Cabal Jersey Vern. Um, let's see here. Jersey, just for you, we got none but love for you, man. All right, Jersey. So, yeah, he's just upset we were not talking about his Knicks, but we got love for you, Jersey. I also want to welcome the one and only Jeff Fox doing his thing on WSME as well out of the 305 as well with our lovely Mocha Bella. Make sure you check out his show. He's doing a bang up job over there. And we also got to welcome the big man himself. You know him, 334. Bama boy up in this building. What's up, Bama? All right. Well, you know, I'm I'm going to drop kind of the Minnesota th- thing here. Ain't really a whole lot happening right now. And our local fans know that. So I'll touch back on that a little later. Um, I was just looking through my notes here. Yeah, there ain't really nothing happening. Byron Buxton for the Twins. Great in the outfield. Bust behind the plate. Continues to strike out. Uh, batting below 150. And... You know, I just don't know what they're going to do with this kid, man. He is f- so phenomenal in the field. But the thing is, you send them back down to minor leagues, the guy bats 350. I don't know what it is from AAA to the you know, to the major leagues, but this guy just cannot do it. Ugh. But I hope he can get it together, man. I really do. But anyway, so that's what's going on locally here, folks. Let's get 
a little bit more national. Adrian Peterson. I want to talk about Big AP. Well, folks, it finally happened. He's gone. New York, or excuse me, Nolens is where he is bound for. And, you know, again, with it just happening today officially, limited access at work, I can really only kind of catch up with stuff at lunch. But do you guys think this is a good fit for New Orleans and AP? You know, because you got Mark Ingram. And everybody's saying all the right things right now. And again, this is Sports Done Right, Spreaker.com. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. In Jersey, put it, yeah, put Minnesota sports in the garbage for now. Unfortunately, a lot of truth to that right, right along Knicks basketball, but we'll let that slide. Oh, man. AP is gone. And it was a good run. It was a great run. Just came up short in some aspects. Couple off the field issues and eh, whatever. I'll speak on those in a minute, but let's get to on the field because that's what he was. He was a running back of phenomenal quality. He, you know, his senior year, or not his senior year, excuse me, his last year at Oklahoma, I really said that I really hope the Vikings could find a way to get Adrian Peterson. And it all worked out. And for me personally, I'm going to miss him. It was a lot of fun, a lot of good times. There were some bad times as well. Some very, very critical fumbles, including the playoffs a couple years ago. And I'm not going to get into the old arguments. Some people, oh, you know, he should have held it closer. It was forced, whatever. He fumbled the ball in the playoffs on a, on a very key drive. But with that being said, you know, you look at his stats, over 11,000 yards for the Purple. A career where the guy just, you know, for a few seasons, untouchable. He was just untouchable. And no Mocha Bella, we did not cry over AP going to the Saints. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you kind of the, the word on the street and kind of the fan vibe here in a minute. Ninety seven touchdowns. He was the uh, most valuable player in 2012. NFL Offensive Player of the Year back in that same year. Rookie of the Year in 07. Three-time rushing leader, 2008, 12, and 15. Led the NFL in touchdowns in 2009-2015. So you see where that quandary is. You go back and get those great stats. But he also had that, you know, 2015. Now, he didn't play last year, as we know. He was hurt. He has just under 2,000 receiving yards. As I said, 97 rushing touchdowns. He was all Big 12 three times, 2004, 2005, 2006. I mean, he's done pretty much everything except win the trophy. 
obviously he's closer to home. He's originally from Palestine, Texas. So, you know, he'll, he'll be back, um, you know, down South in that region. So the thing I, I'm happy for Adrian because he can continue to play. And as you know, we do this show on Tuesdays, man. I was starting to get a little worried. Gov was starting to get a little worried, but this is an incentive laden contract. And it did this, you know, just from the preliminary reports with incentives being met, most of his salary is actually a guaranteed signing bonus for this year. It's like a million and a half of his actual salary, $2 million signing bonus. It's all guaranteed. So that's where the three, three and a half is coming from this year. But also plenty of incentives that over the two years, because next year is a option year. When it's all said and done, if he can put together a couple more years, he can make north of $10 million in, in two years. And some people go, you know, the contract can go up to 13. So and the reason I'm throwing those numbers out, that's just what I heard. I haven't really investigated, but we'll get right on top of that here at Sports Done Right. Big L says, oh, damn, spicy change. <laughs> can change your voice. Vince, you sound depressed over AP leaving? Nah, Mocha. Uh, you know, like I said, he, he was one of my favorite players up here. How can he not be? Uh, word on the street. Let's talk a little bit about that here because in um, about 25 minutes, we expect Gilbert Mendoza or Gilbert. Listen to me. Gilbert Batista to be calling in. Talking a little boxing here. Houston, 49-44 over OKC, almost halftime. No, Mocha, not, not, not upset. And I think most people really realize what it is. He gave us a phenomenal run. We got close a couple times. Couldn't get over the hump. And this is what happens. You know, the guy's 32 years old. He's not going to get paid $18 million from the Vikings. And it is what it is. You know, Vikes got a new guy coming in. It'd be interesting to see what happens with AP down there. And if he can work it out and if they can actually find a uh, system. You know, down there and, uh, you know, work it out. And oh, by the way, now... The Vikings and the Saints are the first Monday night game. Oh, man. Monday night, Minneapolis, Minnesota, September 11th of all dates. And it's on. It is on. I want to welcome the very, very lovely and very, very wonderful, and by the way, Georgia's biggest alumnus. She loves her dogs in real life, in college. Miss Thorny Switch joining Sports Done Right tonight. Can't wait to see you, Thorny. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, you know, and, and I think people just really realize it is what it is. A lot of people I talked to at work today were just like, appreciate what he did some now look some people still salty over him smacking the kid with that switch and leaving the marks and everything 
I really hope AP learned from that, that that type of beating isn't necessarily a good thing to say the very least. There are other ways that I think you can find to get the point across. But with that being said, you haven't really heard of anything of him um, from that point on. So I wish him all the best. I really do. Except for when he plays the Vikings. And I really do. I, I hope he can light up the league again and make this real fun because this year he's looking at passing people like Franco Harris, Tony Dorsett to get up to ninth all time, by the way, uh, in uh, all time rushing. Um, a couple other famous names he's, he's looking to get past here. So this could be a real, a real renaissance for AP. And if he can make it work, all the best, man, except against the Minnesota Vikings. Now, with that being said, I see the lovely Mocha Bella has a question for your sports governor. Vince, what's going on with Bridgewater? Bridgewater seems to be a little bit ahead of schedule in terms of his rehab. He's looking good. I'm sure you may have seen some of the video out there in uh, the Twitter land and all that stuff of him working out and actually doing a little bit of, you know, running, um, a little sidestep, a little plant here and there. So I think he's ahead of schedule. What that does for this Bradford situation could be interesting. Now, Bradford officially is the starting quarterback right now. If Teddy can get back and demonstrate that he is ready and can get this the snap back on that ball, you got to give him a fair look. I don't know what's going to happen, Mocha. I really don't because it's, it's still a big, you know, I'm going on rumors. I'm going on a couple people I know that get out around the Vikings facility and kind of in with some local sports people. But look, all we're doing is giving our best educated guests. So, you know, I, I am a, a look as a Vikings fan. I wish no ill will on Bradford. I wish him all the best. Um, I was real excited for Teddy B this past year. I hope Teddy can get back, man. I just really do. I really do. Thorny Switch says, hope AP shows out on that Monday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I disagree, Thorny. I disagree. My fine constituents here in the great state of Minnesota will also disagree with that, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> but no, no, that is the one night we're going to shut AP down. And boy, that's really going to be weird. Um, Brian Robinson was talking about that today. This game is going to be ecstatic. Uh, the Vikings uh, defensive lineman there. He, listen, he, this is, think of this for the Vikings deed. They get to go up against AP game one. This town is going to be electric. Those tickets are going for top dollar. Soon as they hit the market for sale. I mean, the Gov is definitely going to be trying to use all of his proverbial influence to get inside that stadium. And I don't care if I got to give up some seats to my Gophers or whatever. I'm getting in that game to see AP play. God willing, no injuries. I take it he won't be seeing a lot of preseason action. But yeah, man. Uh-uh. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I Esports Radio. That's Larry Belmontes. Oh, out of the Inland Empire, South, Southern, California. Vikings should be very good, should be a very good team this season, and I could even see them winning the NFC North. Bold words, not really. The Packers are surely the favorites, but the Vikings certainly have a chance. Larry B. Agreed. 
Now, here's the fun part. A lot of mock drafts have the Vikings taking Mr. Joe Mixon. And Vikings fans are um, this area here. Not that this this topic has any political persuasion, but it's going to be interesting to see if, if and when this is the pick in Minnesota, how it's handled, what Mixon says from the get-go, and how this is just all going to be handled right from the start. Vikings are in love with Joe Mixon as a football player. Let's just get that out there. And to be quite honest, the Vikings have not made any um, secret about how they feel about Joe Mixon. Now, obviously, we know Joe Mixon has issues off the field. He seems to have done, at least right now, things that have been required, as we've talked about earlier. You know, and I'm looking at the story here on the tablet, and here it is. Um it's a very difficult decision. And, and here's the other thing, too, and I want my people out here to know, as our local fans, our local, local Vikings fans know, RC knows, the Vikings have a real bad history with off-the-field incidents in Minnesota, by the way. <laughs> Let me just get that out there right now. So this is why up here in, um, you know, especially Mocha that I want you to know that this is a real delicate situation, but if Mixon is available, the Vikings are going to take him. So um, number one, we'll, we'll see what happens from there. I believe in second chances. I think if you show that you are indeed contrite and, and want to do the right thing in life, Nothing wrong with a second chance. I hope Joe Mixon is that dude. But you do something goofy again, you abuse a woman again, it's going to be over for you. Thorny Switch says, well, at least the Vikings are dumb. Mixon's going to be a steal. Um, Sluggo says, RC, I bet he'll get a nice ovation. I'll tell you what, Sluggo, he'll get a nice ovation once again, um, it's that what have you done for me lately that we talk about. Everything goes away with winning. And long as he doesn't do anything stupid off the field and starts scoring touchdowns and, um, you know, backs up Leptavius and starts learning his craft, it can all go away. I mean, we've seen it so many times, haven't we, people? We've seen it so many times. All right, so let's do this. Let's get our first break in here tonight. Um, because I want to kind of get everything set up. We're going to come back to football a little bit later, but when we come back from the break, we'll be ready to set it up for Gilbert Batista. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about these fights, maybe a little MMA talk as well real quick. Um, get you guys set up for the weekend's fights and also the upcoming schedule of fights that'll be uh, popping up here as well. Also going to get into a little NBA before the show's over as well. James Harden looking good. And also my thoughts on Westbrook because, you know, I, as much as I love Westbrook and as much as I respect what he's done with the, the you know, the, the, the triple doubles and all this stuff and averaging it for a whole season, just think of that. It, it, look what it took him for this team to even be just mediocre. And that's kind of what I was thinking about at lunch today. You know, 
all the the mad love for for what he does, but it took him to average a triple double for a season in Oklahoma City. Still mediocre, and by the way, he's probably going to be gone. But anyway, we'll get into that when we can get into a little bit of the basketball talk later. Uh, Vince Wright, Sports Governor. I will be right back, and I hope you uh, you know. Hang out with us. This is a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man, Lopan, on the thewaitaminuteshow.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Ladies. Have you been experiencing tough times lately? Is your man not eating the potato salad the way he used to? Things a little stressful at work? Well, I'm sure your girls have told you that there's a new spot in town. So come on over to SME After Dark and allow me, Christopher Tracy, and the Honorable Deacon Aloysius Forever Love serve you up with some solutions to your problems in the Lonely Hearts Cafe. Yo, this is your boy, kicking it with KC Show. And when I want to jam on a Sunday evening, I'm kicking back with my man, Mandelion, listening to some jams and also engaging topics. Be sure to tune in. X Squad Affiliates. X Squad, give it to you.
He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, what's happening, y'all? Vince Wright, sports governor of Minnesota. As they said here on the Fargo-sounding way, but... I'm chilling, man. Thanks for hanging out with me. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Make sure you do that. Make sure you check out Sports Done Right on Facebook, W R I G H T, and follow us at XSquadAffiliates.com. Not only my show, but all the great shows that we got. Kicking it with Kesey, Mandelion after hours, doing his thing on Sunday nights. Man, we got like 20 plus shows. So please just go to the website, get all the information that you need there couple new homies up in here mr hitman 06 joining sports done right he's in the chat room tonight want to say what's up hitman and our main man he is the new york mets number one fan the man from yonkers new york you know him, you love him, mr gary g money join a real cast ranger in the house what's up with you gary So let me just finish up real quick here. A couple minutes. Gilbert Batista is going to be calling in. We're going to be talking some boxing. But just to kind of finish it up on AP, because uh, in the chat room during the break there, a couple questions came up. He's a little bit better catching than he's given credit for. Uh, he's not the greatest by any means, but he's not that bad. All right. You know what I'm saying? He can't block worth the shit, though. Okay. Excuse my language, but he cannot block. Okay. <laughs> That's just what it is. So, I don't know what the schemes are in, in New Orleans. I expect he's not going to be used too much to block for Drew Brees. But we will see. All right, and again, thanks for hanging out. I'm actually hooking up the phone lines. Hoping everything's good there. Sports done. Oh, hello. <laughs> and our lovely British Skype voice there. So I think we're all good there. So uh, easy up in here as well. The official photographer of X Squad Nation. I want to say what's up to him. Shelly B says Ingram does need a backup in New Orleans. That is true. That is definitely true. Um, Shelly also says sports writers say he catches a ball like he's handcuffed. Yeah, that they do say that, but 
not quite as bad, like I said. AP, if he can stay, now obviously here's the $64,000 question. If he can stay injury-free, I think he's got a couple years left. And I'm not saying, you know, 14, 1,500 yards, but who knows? I mean, he's AP. He's come back from some very, very interesting stuff. And I don't put anything past AP physically. I guess that's where I'm going with this. Oh, here we go. Should be Gilbert here on the line. One second. All right, and on the line, I hope we have boxing extraordinaire, Mr. Gilbert Batista. Gilbert, what's happening? Nothing much. Just here, ready to talk some boxing. All right, man. Well, let me give the proper intros here. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, someone I want you to get very familiar with, uh, Gilbert Batista, big, big fight fan. Um, You know, he was on my boxing show last week, and I really, really enjoyed having him. So uh, I asked him if he could join us for a few minutes tonight to talk some boxing here. So I really appreciate it. So from IE Sports Radio, and we have Larry B in the chat room as well here, Gilbert. So ladies and gentlemen, check out Mr. Gilbert Batista. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, and yourself? I am doing just great, my man, just great. So let's get to it. Let's recap last week. Um, Obviously, Showtime, Sean Porter, big win over a, uh, I'd say a game, uh, Andre Berto. But again, I thought Showtime, phenomenal card last weekend, Gilbert. What did you think about it? Because we, folks, we actually talked before the fight on the show Friday, so I'm real interested to hear what Gilbert has to say. You know what, I... I... I remember talking about the pay-per-view that was besides Showtime, and I believe that the pay-per-view that was put on by Top Rank was was a lot, a lot better than what people thought it was going to be. Because I was one of those people that were kind of naysaying on that, but we both it had, were, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it, it had some great fights. There were wars, um, and I mean, if you want, if you want a popular name like Showtime, Sean Porter, and 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 Berto, of course, you're gonna watch that fight, but it had it it was a a weird style fight for me. You know what I mean? Well, I didn't see the pay per view, obviously. So let's start there then. Since what did you see? What did you think about it? Tell us your thoughts on that card. What I liked was uh, the Valdez fight against Mariaga. Um, I we were talking about Valdez being the king of the featherweights, but yes. he gets hit. A lot. Um, I started. I I started watching right after the Berto Porter fight because I had to cover it for Ice Sports Radio. So I started watching around the the sixth round, I would say, and it was it was an all out war. And I was looking back at the fight, and it was like that for for the whole twelve rounds. So it was an exciting fight, and that that's the kind of fight that he, that uh, Valdez has, but. Like I said, he's always there to get hit. So guys like uh, Santa Cruz, Brampton, right. uh, Russell Jr. I mean, those guys can they can have a shot against this guy. Okay, you know. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing this next fight here. Then um, hopefully he can match it up with somebody good. Uh, obviously, we got the rematch um, with uh, Frampton coming up, and you know I gotta say, man, featherweights. Starting to become a real interesting division. You know, we talked a little bit about it on the show last week, how it's kind of an overlooked division. But, folks, uh, these are the little guys, 126-pounders, 
but they can throw Gilbert. They can go. I mean, there's there's no stopping those guys. They don't clinch. They just punch, and that that's what I like to watch. I don't like all the clinching and holding. That kind of stuff kind of irks me a little bit. Right. So those kind of fights are very exciting for me. Well, hey, we got um, a guy in the chat room here. His name's Ronald Cameron. He's up here in Minnesota and well as well, Duluth, Minnesota. He's a RC in our chat room here. Huge boxing fan like yourself. I, I call him the boxing historian of the show. Um, he says uh, Porter Berto was a sloppy, terrible fight. Porter handled his business, but he was sloppy with his footwork and he was wild with his punches. Berto was game but he's well past his prime. And I'm sorry to kind of take you off topic of the pay-per-view, but I just wanted to make sure I got that question in there. No, you know what? He is very right. Because what I was saying throughout the the tweets was that Porter has a style that I define as not a dirty fighter, but uh, uh, they call it dirty boxing in MMA. If you look, you push him back into the cage and you start going short punches, right? Well, that's pretty much what he does. He pushes you to the ropes, and he shoots those short punches to the body, to the head, wherever he can hit you, because he has that that style where he wants to be first and he wants to shoot a lot. So if you're if you're a boxer that is a boxer boxer who can move around the ring and kind of turn them at the same time that you're shooting, he's gonna have trouble with you. He had trouble with Cal Brook because Cal Brook did that to him. Right. Um, Cal Brook was shooting off the jab the whole night and shooting the uppercuts really close. Every time he lunged in, he was getting hit with an uppercut. So if you're a boxer, you're going to you're gonna be able to hit him with a couple punches. You just got to be smart and not letting him clinch you every time he gets close because that's what he wants to do. He wants to clinch you, take you to the ropes, get in close and shoot those short punches, kind of confuse you. All that pressure gets to you. You know what I mean? Right, yes, exactly. Exactly. And again, folks, Gilbert Batista joining us here on Sports Done Right, another Tuesday night edition. Now, our main man from IE Sports Radio, Larry B., says, as I said on the defining moment yesterday, Porter beat Thurman last year and he'll do it again when he gets at him again. So before we jump into that fight, let's talk about Sean Porter last weekend. What did you see in this fight with Berto? Um, again, a very kind of, you know, odd style. He keeps coming forward. He really doesn't want you to, to clinch. He doesn't almost allow you to clinch him, Gilbert. And I, I, you know, obviously we had an issue with headbutts, uh, three cuts between them. Ironically, it was Porter that had cuts on both of his eyes. So tell me what you thought about his style and, um, you know, how he fought last Saturday in New York. To be honest, as a fighter, the first thing I would tell a referee before taking on Porter would be watch out for those headbutts because Absolutely. he's done it time and time again. So so if you want to play some sportsmanship, you got to go to the referee and be like, you got to watch out for that because he uses that head. If he uses the head, I'm going to use the elbows to defend because come on now. I mean, we saw what happened with Berto. Um, the, the knockdown that he had, the second one was caused because of a headbutt. He kept complaining about the headbutt. I think he was like six headbutts that the referee didn't really call, and and it caused Burrow to to be kind of um, not afraid, but kind of um, scared of what was coming because he knew that head was coming first, you know. And and so you kind of have to be on your game the whole fight because of that. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, for me, it, it did kind of take away from, you know, what was setting up to be a nice fight. But as they say, styles make fights. And that weird, odd style that Sean Porter has just, it, you know, it just wasn't a, a good setup here. Uh, with that being said, I like the determination. Uh, you know, he, he was not intimidated by the moment. And, you know, he answered the bell. Again, it, it, it really sucked that, again, these uh, headbutts came into play in these cuts. But, you know, Berto was there. He was game as well. And I thought that it, you know, as we talked about on, on, my, on the boxing show, that a fight about a month ago that had very little interest in the public all of a sudden over the past week or so picked up a lot of steam. And I'll tell you what, they, uh, they both uh, gave you a good effort last Saturday in New York City. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I love Porter, but he needs to work on on you know the head stuff because that could set him back if he has too many cuts and stuff like that. That could open him up in a different kind of fight. So you got to be it's, careful with that. Yeah, very good point. And by the way, a new person in the chat room here on Sports Done Right. I want to welcome Clarence Jones of the Clarence Jones Show. Appreciate you throwing in. Uh, he says hashtag Fall Back Team Porter all day. I like your show. Well, I appreciate it, man. Hope you. Uh, Continue to check us out. Make sure you follow us here on Spreaker.com. Got the boxing guru, Gilbert Batista, with me as well. He's taking some time. Um, he's out in the central California region out there towards Fresno. Big fight fan as well. So, yeah. So, again, good card. Um, what would you think of that undercard last weekend? You know what? It, it was it was kind of interesting to me because um trying to rem- remember the name. um Charlo, Charlo, he actually picked him apart, his opponent apart, because he was coming in, he was coming in trying to hit him, and he was just countering him the whole night, hitting him with rights yeah. and left, going up and down. So it was, it was an interesting fight. But at the end of the day, the guy that was supposed to win won. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Charlo, um, again, kind of again slow start, but he came out, handled his business. Very a very good card once again by Showtime Gilbert. I mean, they, in my opinion, they have really overtaken the folks at HBO when it comes to premium boxing. Man, I mean, HBO for so long. I mean, Showtime was a joke, you know, back in the eighties. Um, finally, they get with Don King. But I'll tell you what, man. Over about the past five years, the Showtime boxing brand has really outpaced HBO. Yeah, I think you're you're really right on that because over the last couple of years, HBO has been struggling ever since they they lost Mayweather to Showtime uh, right. to even make a good, a good card. So so we're seeing the consequences right now. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, you know, because I, I didn't really think it so much at the time that it happened, but losing him to Showtime, that being Mayweather, really was the almost the you know the moment where it started going downhill for HBO um cuz cuz uh, yeah, a lot of boxers look a lot of boxers look to Mayweather how uh, it sounds kind of funny but since he's the main guy in boxing it's kind of weird to say cuz I don't he's not my dude but I mean right. believe me he knows how to box and stuff and a lot of guys do look to him to see what he does to kind of follow his lead very good point. Now, Gilbert, let's talk about Mayweather since we, you know, we got Mayweather on the brain here. You know, the the talk is ramping up again. Him, McGregor, the fight, you know, both fighters making north of $100 million. 
you know, the, the astronomical numbers that are being thrown around. We all know what's been out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you think that this fight is ever going to really happen? And the reason I ask, and again, um, we're kind of rehashing some stuff we talked about, but I want my sports done right crowd to hear this because me and Gilbert kind of agree that there's no, well, there's no real way to win this. If you're Floyd Mayweather, if you win, you beat an MMA fighter. So your 50th fight, a lot of people won't even count really, but then no, if he loses, he, you know, I don't think he has the mental makeup to deal with it. And that being is just, if look if Floyd should actually lose this fight and he won't, but I'm just saying if he did, I think he'd go get lost for a very long time. I don't think he would come out in the public eye for a very, very long time. He'd probably be in seclusion for a couple of years. That's how bad he, he his mental state would be. That's how yeah. I think it would happen. Now, Gilbert, let's let's get back to the business of that fight. Do you see this fight happening? Um, you know, the, such astronomical numbers. Uh, McGregor has, you know, the fan base that he brings with him. Uh, I, boy, I, I, I'm still not, I'm just not sure it's going to happen. What do you think? The, the way I think about it is this way. McGregor wants to stretch out the time as much as he can so he can get real work in as a boxer. So, so he might, he might, he might stall here or there. Probably, I would say it would take another year to really significantly get it going, sign the contract, get a, a weight that both of you guys agree on, and and you know that that everybody can say, okay, this is a this is a fight I want to watch because, like I said, it should be considered a a exhibition. It shouldn't be considered a fight I because totally somebody. Agree. Yeah. Somebody has a built-in excuse. We talked about it before, but it is something that really irks me because um, Ali did it. Um, there's many guys that have done it. It's been called an exhibition for a reason, um, and it shouldn't re- be reflected on your record. But since that's what Floyd wants, because he wants that 50, I mean, I understand it. If it if it makes if it makes money, it makes sense, basically, oh, yeah. and. <laughs> And that, that's what it comes down to. So I think that, if anything, it might be another year. It might take this year, and then they'll get it done. But but honestly, I don't think it's fair for either guy. You know what I mean? Because right. there's always going to be an excuse. There's always going to be like, oh, well, he got me in a fight that wasn't my game. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So. Well, Big L. That's in our just chat my room. humble. Yeah, it's. I know. I agree with you, man. Now, Big L in our chat room. Says it's a joke fight. A guy with zero fights against an all-time great. BS. Yeah, but but you got to remember, Floyd also wants to fight. So how much BS is it if the guy that is supposed to be a true great wants to fight also? Shouldn't he be wanting a true great also to fight in boxing to make it yes. a legitimate 50-0 and 0, um, record? Well, you, know what I mean? you bring up the million dollar question and let's flip that script here, Gilbert. And, and Gilbert, do you have a couple more minutes to hang out with us? I have all the time in the Good. world when it comes okay. to boxing. So you can you can do whatever you need to do. All right. All right. And folks, thanks for hanging out tonight. Sports done right. Going in depth. And we're going to get into the heavyweight championship fight that's coming up this weekend as well. Let's talk about Floyd for just a quick second here. 
What boxer, at least in maybe your opinion, would you like to see him fight for that 50th win? You know, hey, if you can take this McGregor situation and, and get it out the way, and and pick your fighter to get in there with Floyd. Who who is that? Is it Triple G or who would it be in your mind? Uh, honestly, I, I I like Triple G, but he has some defensive weaknesses that we saw yeah, yeah. in his last fight. Um, the the guy that kind of has me intrigued. I don't know if he would win the fight. One time Thurman. He's a young young guy, really strong. We know that he can handle a guy like Porter. So it would be interesting to see how much pressure he can apply on Floyd, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there's yeah. there's other guys out there, but I mean, right off the top of my head, I can I can only really think of him because he's really taken on, on a lot of guys. I mean, he took on Pacquiao. He took on. I mean, Timothy Bradley might be a good a good guy to put him up against because he applies a lot of pressure, lot of pressure and yeah. he's willing. And he's willing to shoot everywhere. He's, he will hit you in the shoulders, you know, into the body. I mean, he don't care. He just he, To me, he reminds me of Marcos Maidana, El Chino. He, he's that kind of pressure fighter where he doesn't care. He'll make it dirty as long as he gets the shots in, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. it would be an interesting fight. And then there's Bud Crawford. He, he could go left-handed and, it, oh, my, there's so many good fights. Um, that Floyd could do, but it's a, how much of a risk does he really want to put himself in to lose the fight? Right. You know exactly. what I mean? And RC is over here. He says Floyd would toy with uh, Thurman. He's not ready, not yet. Clarence from the or from the Clarence Jones show says Keith Thurman will beat Floyd. So a lot of people, uh, Chief Rocker says stop Clarence. A lot of people bantering back and forth. Um yeah, there's some definitely some interesting options that Floyd did want to go the boxing route, but obviously, you know, Floyd's always been about his money, and this is what's going to make the most money. Yeah, I mean, to me, to me, there, there's a lot of good fights that could be made, but how much, how much of it does he want to risk his record and his legacy? Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to that. I mean, I mean, I really think, but bro, but Crawford could take him out potentially because he has the kind of um, style that he studies you for like two or three rounds, kind of has good footwork, has good defense, and he, he's a dog in there. So so I really think that that would be a good fight that nobody's really talking about because he's had some time off. So it's it's, inter- it's interesting to see what, what Bud Crawford would do. Right, exactly. All right, so let me flip it up here. We got a huge, and I do mean huge, heavyweight championship fight coming up from London, England this Saturday afternoon, um, I, I believe 4.30 Eastern time. So, the, um, you know, they're going live on Showtime. So a good afternoon fight for all you fight fans out there. Check it out. Now, Gilbert, Anthony Joshua, Klitschko, 90,000 plus in attendance, possibly pushing 100,000 at Wembley Stadium. Man, this all of a sudden now, again, another fight that not a whole lot of people were talking about, you know, when it was first signed and in the initial buildup. But now all of a sudden, I think, you know, with Joshua's um, power and his knockout ability, 
Um, again, that questionable chin of Klitschko, but also that deceptive power of uh, Klitschko. This could be mm-hmm. a real fun fight all of a sudden. Yeah, and I mean, I think he wants to prove a point that the whole loss to, to um can't think of the name, but the last loss that he had, which is Klitschko, um, was just a fluke. I think he wants to prove that. So mm-hmm. I think Joshua is the perfect opponent for that. Because Joshua has power stuff, but the experience goes to Klitschko. Oh, of course, hands down. And I, I really expect Klitschko to be engaged. Um, I, actually, there's a, the commercials on TV right now for it. I think, you know, Klitschko's going to be engaged. I think Klitschko's actually going to be maybe a little more offensive-minded than we're used to seeing them, Gilbert, in terms of trying to put pressure on the on the young champ. Um, even though obviously the crowd is going to be behind Joshua there, you know, the hometown Britain kid, man, I am really for the first time, I think ever in boxing, excited to see what Klitschko's going to do this weekend. Honestly, this could be a passing of the torch kind of thing. Right. If you think about it, because Klitschko, I think he was champ for what? 10, 11 years yep. straight. Exactly. So this one, this one's gonna be interesting. Yeah, this one's gonna be interesting, and it's it's in England, and that's why I think all the fans are excited to see what's gonna go down. You know, right? And you know, uh, Anthony Joshua, eighteen and zero, he stopped all his opponents. He's been working out with Lennox Lewis, which I think is a phenomenal move. I've talked about this on uh, not only my boxing show, Gilbert. But just my shows in general where we've actually spoke a little bit about boxing. Um, I also thought Lennox Lewis, who also offered some help with Deontay Wilder. I think Lennox Lewis, if he can really take some time to, to really get in there with Anthony Joshua and be a, a mentor, so to speak, to him. I think Anthony Joshua can really start to become the unstoppable force in the heavyweight division. I agree with you there. Um, I just I just think... That if if Klitschko can land something early and get Joshua's respect, I think then it would become a fight. Then you kind of you kind of get into his head psychologically, and that plays a big part in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be an interesting fight. I I think Klitschko has a better shot. I kind of I kind of think he might take it because of the experience factor, but <laughs> Joshua has all knockouts, so. one punch from a heavyweight and it's over so you never know yeah exactly we've been seeing a lot of knockouts lately here i mean these past two showtime cards uh you know a lot of knockouts and you know i'm trying to think for some reason i think i'm wondering if there's going to be a stoppage in this fight but i guess i just don't see it right now um i see a decision by the winner and I'm trying to figure that out. I I'm kind of leaning towards Klitschko right now just because I think of like you said the experience. I've I've been you know hearing and seeing some some real good things as far as you know um him in the training and when you know I think he's really focused. So I'm going to go with Klitschko it's a close decision. Uh, you you know what I think I think I think somebody will go down uh, but it, they, it won't be a knockout. I think it will go to decision. Like you said, um, I am leaning towards Klitschko. I talked about it with Larry. Um, 
I just think the experience factor way uh, plays a big factor. I mean, he he he's been he's been going for years and years and years, and he uh, I he's shown the the heart before, and I think he, he wants to prove that he still got it. I mean, he's still able to fight. He's still able to be a champion. So I think he's on a mission to prove that he's still the guy to beat. To be the man, you got to beat the man. You know that what I mean? That is true. That is very true. And I'm I'm very excited, like I said, for the first time in a long time uh, to watch Klitschko fight. And, you know, it's been a long time, you know, Vladimir has kind of ruled this division. Like I said, he's the second, I think, the second longest reigning heavyweight champion. But he yeah. came along, you know, he had his glory moment in the in the fight with Lennox Lewis all those years ago. And from, from that fight on, because he didn't get the rematch with Lennox Lewis, you know, Lennox probably very wisely realized that, you know what, I got all the money. I've been a undisputed heavyweight champ. I don't need this anymore. But um, I, I, on, I honestly thought that was a travesty. When they, when they didn't do the rematch, I, I, I honestly thought it was going to happen and never did. It was a travesty for me because I really thought these both of these guys had something to prove, and I thought – they could make money off of each other doing it. So. I th- I agree with you, but I think Klitschko just scared him into retirement a little bit. I think he, you know, and, I, and and not scared like in a bad way, but just really got Linux probably thinking like, do I really need this again? And I I totally agree with you there yeah. because you could kind of sense it a little bit after that fight. Where it was like, do I really need to keep going when I've proven everything I need to prove, you know? So I, I agree with that. I, I see Our, your point. Uh, and then, you know, excuse me, exactly. And I feel like an idiot. It was actually Vitaly that fought Lennox Lewis. Thanks for that update. RC. See, that's why oh, I got okay. RC here. That's right. Yeah. With, but, but with that being said, with that being said, um, once Vitaly retired, Vladimir kept going on. Just a dull heavyweight division. Nobody out there. You know, you got the Chris Ariolas of the world and and you know just all these people like that out here you know by the way still hanging around as a ranked fighter but you know well see that's that's the thing because Chris Ariola the only thing about him that I've always had a problem with is he can't control his weight you know what I mean I know he's a heavyweight but you should always be in shape to fight and he's shown that he just can't control his cardio, he can't, I mean, there's things about him where he, if he put it all together, I believe he could be, you know, a world champion as, as a heavyweight. And that's what he really wants. So get it together. I, I, I truly believe that he can put it all together and get it done. But when he fought Vernon Severn and got knocked out, I was like, it's because he couldn't, he couldn't, the weight was just, it, it has always been his bugaboo. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, again, big fights coming up here this weekend. Um, We got some other stuff coming up here. I got the schedule pulled up. And before we uh, let Mr. Batista out of here, I just want to, you know, let you guys know of some fights upcoming here. So this weekend, again, Anthony Joshua, Vladimir Klitschko for the IBF and WBA heavyweight titles. There's also a fight on FX1, Fox Sports 1, Carlos Zambrano versus Claudio Marrero. Again, WBA interim featherweight title there. Um, Saturday the 29th as well. 
Um, we have, oh, what do we got here? Um, over in Spain, Ramon Alvarez and Omar Chavez, junior middleweights. In May, oh, where is it? May 6th, the big one coming up, the pay-per-view, Canelo Alvarez, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And before I let you get out of here, Gilbert, let's just touch on this uh, fight here very quickly. Um, Canelo Alvarez, power, determination, everything going right outside of the uh, loss to Mayweather. Chavez Jr., you know, in a sense, the blue blood kid born under his dad's name already, you know, didn't really have to worry about things growing up. Everybody totally questions his heart for obvious reasons. The the failed weed test, uh, the the failed making of weights on multiple fights. What do you think about this fight initially? And does Chavez Jr. have any shot against Canelo? Honestly, uh, Chavez Jr. is getting in shape um, from what I see, um, and and he keeps he keeps saying the right things, and he he looks hungry. But the thing is, is that if you're Canelo, you know that he's gonna he's gonna come at his best. So you have to come at your best too. And and Canelo, he has a little bit more movement to him, more combinations. Uh, Ch- Chavez, he wants to hit you to the body with one or two punches. And and just get to the body and make you go down, but I just think Canelo has too much for him at this point. Um, yeah. My advice would be my my advice would be for Canelo would just keep turning him, keep turning him. Don't let him set up because he needs to be set up to hit him with those hard punches. So if you keep turning him and don't let him get off, it's going to be a long night for Chavez. You know. Yeah, I you know, I I really don't see any way that Chavez even really hurts Canelo. Um it you know, I think the thing in this fight is actually how long it'll go. I I really think uh, that there's going to be kind of a late round stoppage here for Alvarez. I think you Let know, me ask you. Yes, go. Let ahead. me ask you because because I have I have my specific round where I think he's going to he's going to go down and it's going to be over. So what? When do you think it will it will be stopped? I think it's going to be stopped in round ten, nine or ten. Uh, I I think the accumulation I, of body shots finally gets to him, and then Alvarez just you know winds up tagging him for the KO. Honestly, I think round six, and I think it'll be corner stoppage. That's just I me. I can very well see that exactly. Because he's going to take a lot of punishment, and I don't think yep. if his dad's there, I don't think he's going to want to see him get too too hurt. You, so I think it might be yeah. corner corner stoppage. You know you what? Know? That that you know, you're you're definitely right, I, and that's something I never even thought about. Um, Julio Cesar Chavez Senior sitting there watching his son, yeah, literally get destroyed. Um, that's a very good point, and, and obviously. You know, as a father, you don't want to see that. So, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that is uh, moved up a, a round or two. But, yeah, we're both saying the same thing, people, is that Canelo Alvarez pretty much is going to walk through Chavez Jr. Chavez Jr. get get a nice payday, um, but that should be pretty much it for Chavez Jr.'s boxing career. Um, Gilbert, man, I can't thank you enough, my friend. Thank you for having me. Uh, you have one of the you have one of the greatest shows, you and your people. So, 
keep doing what you're doing. And I mean, don't forget about Ice Sports Radio. We have That's a bunch right. of shows also, so please keep listening. We got Gorilla Position, different different shows. So please, please stay tuned to our shows and X Squad, man. You guys are great. Don't forget to listen to them either. So just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. All right, Gilbert. Thanks so much, bro. I'll let you get back to your evening and I'll talk to you real soon, man. Thanks again. Yeah, man. You have a good one. All right, you too. Peace. Yeah. All right. Mr. Gilbert Mendoza, or Mendoza, there I go again, Batista. <laughs> Why am I thinking Mendoza? <laughs> I got a friend named Mendoza. I am just tripping tonight. Anyway, folks, Gilbert Batista joining us, um, setting us straight. RC, thanks for the correction on Vitaly Klitschko. That's right, it was Vitaly that took Linux to the brink of uh, retirement there out there at Staples Center in Los Angeles. And go YouTube that fight, by the way, too. Uh, Vitaly Klitschko, you know, it, it may as well have been his brother, but it was Vitaly Klitschko's literal last stand as well, where he just, you know, he came to battle Linux after he snuck out of there with a win, did not want anything else to do with boxing and has not fought since. All right, let me get into the chat room here before we take a break and we'll come back and talk a little bit more sports here. Um, IE Sports Radio, Larry B says, I got to take Joshua on this one. This is going to be a huge fight, and hopefully this will bring about Wilder versus Johnson. Now, who do I want to win? Anthony Joshua, for that exact reason. Get the fights made, um, showtime fighters. This can be done. And by the way, Deontay Wilder needs to step up his game. He needs to stop fighting in Bama. Uh, nothing personal, Bama boy and Ninja, if he's out there listening down in Huntsville. But as heavyweight champion, you got to start fighting like a heavyweight champion. And that means getting out of your home town. So I would love to see Anthony Joshua stop Klitschko so we can see this fight. Because there's really no other heavyweight fight out there to go right now. I would love to see it. So um, again, let's hope that you are right, Larry B., RC says Joshua hasn't been tested yet, but I believe Klitschko is ripe for the picking. Father time waits for no one, and Klitschko's running out of time. It will be explosive early, but I believe Joshua will wear Klitschko down and stop him in the eighth round. All right. Um, RC, I hope you're right. I really do, even though I think Klitschko may find a way to sneak this one out somehow. Um, And, hey, who knows? Maybe they do a rematch. RC says, I believe Chavez Jr. will quit on his stool after the ninth round. Canelo's boxing skills, his counterpunching, and his power will be too much for Chavez Jr. You heard it from RC as well. Uh, Miss Mocha says, thank goodness, Vince, you didn't call him Gilbert Mendoza on the phone. No doubt. I feel like a complete ass there, Mocha. Uh, oh, good night, Thorny. Thank you for uh, joining us as well. Um, get a good night's sleep, and we will talk to you soon. Appreciate uh, the lovely Thorny Switch joining us tonight. And so we have given you your boxing fix. Point being, folks, a lot of good fights coming up here. They're going to be on HBO Showtime, um, Prime Boxing Champions, the PBC series. And that's the series. They move from network to network. 
they have been on CBS, they've been on NBC, they've been on ESPN, they've been on HBO, Showtime, so um, Spike TV, uh, True TV, so boxing is out there on, let's just say regular cable, there is no legitimate, for the most part, unless you got Fire Sticks, free TV anymore, but that's where you're going to find a lot of good boxing out there, a lot of good fights coming up. We'll keep you attuned here on Sports Done Right. And also check us out on IE Sports Radio, my family over there, ringside with Vince Wright, where we have great guests like Gilbert Batista. Uh, we've also had Co- Coach Noy Bramble on. We got to get him back on and working on some new people as well. Grego, Grego, I have not given you your proper respects here. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Cape of Massachusetts, now living in prestigious West Cobb County, Georgia. Grego joining us earlier tonight. He's in the chat room wrapping it up. What's up? <laughs> Representing all them Boston sports. Grego's team made it to the White House, I see. Good for them. Victor Morrow, Morrow World Report, the one and only. Ex, and by the way, both of those gentlemen, ex-squad affiliates. Hey, Victor, I want to come on your show and talk JFK assassination conspiracy theories, man. I got a lot to say after my visit down to Dealey Plaza. Um, I got something to say, man, on the on the assassination. I ain't buying it anymore. I was a conspiracy theorist. I don't know, man. I, I, I think Lee Harvey did it. <laughs> Like the game Clue. I think Lee Harvey did it in the warehouse with the gun. But that's another, another show. That's right. Uh, what else we got going on here? Close game. Rockets up three games to one. Down by a point and actually just tied it up. 10 minutes left, 81-81. Can Oklahoma City pull this out? And actually, that'll bring me to my little rant on Mr. Westbrook there. Now, I've been a fan of his. I really respect the way he plays the game, uh, the veracity, the energy, uh, the love that he brings to playing basketball. And quite honestly, just the ferociousness, uh, the way he plays basketball, I, I just love. But look what it took for this team to just be mediocre. It took him to average a triple-double for the season. Now, we saw the other night after the loss when the reporter was trying to ask Steve Adams a question and Westbrook jumped in and kind of came to his teammates' defense because, you know, while the reporter's question was a legitimate question, I really respect Westbrook for what he was trying to do, which was to put it on himself and the team as well, not just the team. The reporter was saying, look, when you went out, the team basically sucked. And, of course, I'm paraphrasing this here on Sports Done Right. But that's what they were saying, right? I really respect the man that came in and said, you know what? This is a team game. It's on all of us. It's on me, too even though he scored all the points and, you know, did what he does. So just wanted to give some props to Mr. Westbrook for standing up for his team. 
considering he probably won't be there shortly. Um, no disrespect to Oklahoma City. GRF in the house, Gilliard Road Finest. What's good with you, man? I want to thank him for popping in here as well. What's going down, sir? Thank you for hanging out with us on Sports Done Right. And Victor Morrow, it was the driver his or his wife, JFK's conspiracy. Victor, let's do that show, man. I, I'm, I'm real. I would love to do it because here's the reason. Gov going conspiracy theory, JFK talk. I used to watch JFK, the movie, and I've been, I, this is, I'm a, I, look, I'm a history major. I'm a historian by trade. I mean, I love history, always have, always will. And when I am out and about, I try and get in it. When I was in Dallas, I went down to Dealey Plaza for three straight days. Let me say this. In terms of being on the sixth floor at that depository to the X where the bullet apparently hit him and, and the famous headshot. We're, first off, we're not talking that far. I mean, you could literally throw a rock and almost hit this X in the middle of the street. It's not that far. The building is not as big as it appears on TV in terms of the actual circumference of it. When you're in there on the sixth floor to go, and, and I actually did it, to go down the stairs where he went, it's nothing. It's not that far. So we'll get into that a little later, but... Um, Victor Morrow, hit me up, man. I, I think it'd be a real interesting conversation. I'd love to have with you on your show. Again, another great show on xsquadaffiliates.com. And uh, make sure you're following Victor Morrow as well because he is doing um, a lot of good shows as uh, part of the uh, the brotherhood here at X Squad Nation. GRF says the family... Um, Oh, you're, he's off tonight. Okay, well, cool, man. Glad you're uh, hanging out with us for a quick minute here. Well, let me do this. Let me get our last break in here. We'll come back. We'll kind of talk some sports, some uh, other rantings of the day, maybe a little political thing here or there. And also, we got to touch on Colin Kaepernick as well, why he's not getting a shot um, as a bunch of other uh, – <laughs> questionable quarterbacks are so anyway y'all we'll be right back more sports done right coming your way tuesday night and i'm loving it from the twin cities the kicking it with gc show the lonely hearts cafe the sports done right show the sports and more show Spicy Conversation Show. Cooking with the Microwave Show. The Bottom to the Top Show. The Number One Cheap Rocket Jersey Burner Show. The Eat, Sleep, Grind, and Repeat Show. Behind Closed Doors. The Mandelion. The Nathan Ivy Show. ACP Sports Show. The Jamara Report. The Wait a Minute Show. The 700 Block. DJ Queen's Music Mixes. The BS3 Sports Show. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. But they got no show So I'ma grab the mic, flip a strip, believe the stun Both shots to one, that gets the drop done Mic check, I get paid to wreck the set Get ready to check, cause I'm a threat to your fret No host bar, incomplete move fakers That's the way to back up, watch a girl I might take her If she's a crab, I'ma dissident slide If she try to rip, I got my smith on my side Word to God, here I come to make way Rugged and rock, killing your set every day Microphone check, one, two, here we go And I'ma let you know who got the flow
time you need me For real girl, it's me in your world Believe me, nothing make a man feel better than a woman Queen with a crown that be down for whatever There were few things that's forever My lady, we can make war or make babies Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel like he was something That's why I'm with you to this day, boo, no frontin' Even when the skies were gray You would rub me on my back and say, baby, it'll be okay Now that's real to a brother like me, baby Never ever give my cootie away And keep it tight, alright? And I'ma walk these doors so we can live In a fat-ass crib with thousands of kids Well, like, you don't need a ring to be my wife Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be Living in the effing lap of luxury I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me But you did, now I'm going all out, kid And I got mad love to give you my nigga It's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Coming to you live from the sports mansion in the palatial estates here in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
Vince Wright making them bounce, y'all. The sports governor, Twin City, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Put on the map by Vince Wright. The sports governor. And I want to thank Robbie Rob Mitchum, one and only hit maker extraordinaire for dropping them fine beats here in the background that you hear. Oh, man. You know, chat room is on fire tonight, and we're in here talking about Russell Westbrook. And I got to tell you something, man. You're absolutely right. I mean, single-handedly carrying this team. Now, it looks like they may go down in the end. They're down by five right now. Six minutes left, right? But this dude is single-handedly, even though I think he just had a bad turnover there, but... I just got to say props, man. J.B. Jennings. I got to welcome J.B. Jennings in the house. Cedric Galloway. Big Sid. What up, sir? Everybody joining us here. Oh, and my brother-in-law, Jeff Pohl, in the mix over from Invergrove Heights across the river. What up, Big J? JCP. Okay. And Chief Rocker's telling us. Oh, we got a game on the NBA channel as well. Grizzlies and San Antonio. Totally forgot about that one. Hey, let me cut this music here. Again, Robbie Rob on the back beats there. Appreciate him. So, yeah, let's talk a little more hoops here. Boston heating up finally. Isaiah Thomas, I'm sure, is, you know, a lot of people have said had some time to process the unfortunate passing of his, his sister. And while... That'll never be right, obviously. You know, you've had time to process. Um, Boston back in and now after winning two back in Chi-Town. Man, I love, I am just really, really perplexed. Okay, Westbrook, where does he go? Does anybody out there, and I put this to anybody that's listening in our chat room here at Sports Done Right, wherever. Does anybody see him staying in Oklahoma City? Let that process for a bit. I mean, what is going to hold you? Look, you're the MVP. You have an opportunity to go hit the market. What's going to keep you in Oklahoma City? Big L says New Orleans. GRF, uh, Chief, yes, I know I just changed DirecTV packages. Failed to realize the NBA TV wasn't a part of the new package deal. Oh, man, come on. GRF, got to get on that, man. San Antonio up by 6, 55-49. So we'll get back to that here. Uh, Halftime, got to get back to what may be Westbrook Swan song. And um, uh, wouldn't that be something to find, folks, of Oklahoma City losing not only Durant, Westbrook, Harden, their big three gone. And I just, I don't know. I just don't know. Westbrook can come to the Lakers, Larry B. Oh, without a doubt. Now, look, if, if Magic can make that one happen, he's working Magic. But you know Magic is going to be 
along with everybody else, is going to want to talk to Westbrook and see if he can get him back home and uh, get him out in Los Angeles. As a Laker fan, I would love it. You you need that type of splash to get that, uh, start getting that aura back out there in Staples Center. I would love to see that. Can he wind up in New York? Does New York have the money? I don't know. Does Phil even want him? You know, Phil Jackson <laughs> been running a very weird ship over there. Westbrook, Davis, Cousins, new big three. There you go. Okay, Big L again talking about his uh, Pelican hookup. Big L down there in Little Rock, Arkansas. Big L, you get to any uh, New Orleans games? It sounds like that's kind of your your squad. So just wondering if uh, you and the lovely wife get over to the Big Easy, check out any games over there. All right, so while it's fresh on my mind, we can come back to basketball here. We're in the home stretch, sports done right, just a few more minutes left. Um, Colin Kaepernick, um, again, my straight to the point segment here. I just want to get straight to the point on Colin Kaepernick. Um, Colin Kaepernick is many things to many people. A lot of them are just quite honestly falsehoods. When this broke about him not standing for the national anthem and why a lot of people that look like me had no issues with that. You know, we're, you know, locally here in Minnesota, we had, we're coming off the, um, uh, Philando Castile shooting, uh, Jabbar Clark as well. You know, that whole thing. Tensions high here in, in Minnesota, a place that historically has been, um, you know, pretty good racially. A lot of stuff going down in this country the past few years we've talked about. And we always say we want our athletes to take a stand and stand up and do something, say something. Well, when one does, and by the way, his right as an American citizen to to do so, well, you see the backlash. So now it comes down to football. Cap has said that he um, is not going to be protesting the national anthem. Uh, some people says that he's not going to be a quote unquote distraction this year. And I'm just curious as to why he hasn't gotten apparently not talking. Nobody's talking to him. He's definitely obviously not been signed by anybody And, you know, when the Bears are signing, um, you know, uh, third stringers and whatnot, I just think that, look, I get it. A lot of his detractors, well, he hasn't played well. Well, he's played okay. He's had a horrible team around in the past couple years. Personally, and I've talked about this on my show, I'm a little worried about the weight he's actually playing at now because he's playing at about 30 to 40 pounds um, lighter than he was during his Super Bowl runs or run back with Harbaugh. And that's the other thing, too. Harbaugh had a better system than Chip Kelly, as we know. Shelly B. Caps didn't take a stand. He took a knee and hurt his team. Ooh, Shelly B. Really? Okay. But that just goes to show you not everybody's going to agree on it. Look. I don't have a problem with what he did. 
You know, he he, he kind of made it clear early on. Look, I don't want to rehash the case. We all know what, what happened. My point being is that this guy can't get another look. And now being um, blackballed, kind of, I, I, you know, again, a lot of quarterbacks out there that get these shots over and over and over again. Big money for not doing anything. Um, you, hello, Mr. Osweiler. And some just don't get a second chance, a second look. And, it, you know, it's just it's just not right. But we've talked about this on other shows. 49ers hurt the team. Bad management, Big L says. Kesey says, hmm, he didn't hurt any of his team. Grego Carmen from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, it looks like I better backtrack. Grego was up to something tonight. Looks like Westbrook will be in Cancun this weekend with the family, says GRF. Yeah, starting to look that way. Houston starting to stretch it out a little bit. Um, 98-91, four and a half minutes left. So here comes Westbrook on his last hurrah. Let's see if they can... Get it to game six. And um, if the game ends before we get out of here, we'll definitely keep you updated on Sports Done Right. Again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Check us out on xsquadaffiliates.com. A lot of great shows there. And by the way, check out our friends too, uh, IE Sports Radio here on Spreaker.com. Um, they got a lot of great shows over there. And really giving... Uh, both the X squad and yours truly a lot of love. So we definitely just want to return the favor there and X squad, man, what can I say? So many X squad affiliates, so many damn good shows out there. Um, I, I really, really want us to be proud of what we've done and what we've accomplished here in the past year or so. Um, big things coming. Uh, I hope we still have plans to do some things on our own because the X Squad Nation, the X Squad website. Kesey, by the way, bang up job putting together all the uh, behind the scenes digital stuff. But we have such a diverse um, um, roster of talent. And even though, yeah, we do, it's mainly a lot of sports shows, but we do have some other shows in there as well. And um, all I can say, just proud to be affiliated with this. Uh, crew of podcasters and better yet i can call all of them friends now so um big ups again to the x squad can't wait to catch up with y'all in person again this fall in atlanta ga um who knows maybe before that even and you know what let's get the, i'm telling you man we got to get the x squad cruise going uh, i think that would be phenomenal to celebrate our success and what we've done um you know I think that would just be phenomenal. So let's make sure we keep that on the calendar. J.B. Jennings, this is Deja Vu. Westbrook gets tired in the fourth, and Houston takes advantage. Exactly. Huge shout-out to the X-Squad, and thanks to everyone for showing us love. Larry B. from Sports Radio. Operator, this is an emergency, Shelly B. He will be a beast. Just keep him away from the media. Uh, Grego talking about Westbrook, I'm sure. And he's tired of losing now. You know, the, the glory days of uh, Oklahoma City basketball are a couple years behind them now. No more conference finals. And 
again, I said it like, you know, it hit me. It took him to average a triple double for the season for OKC to be just mediocre and, you know, just be that, what, seventh, eighth seed, whatever they are, uh, 60, whatever in in the playoffs. Grego says Colin uh, Cowherd called Adrian Peterson the most operated player of all time. Um, GRF says Ruben Foster didn't get invited to attend the draft Thursday. Yeah, that's right, folks. The draft coming up Thursday. Going to be interesting. Vikings fans, do they take Knicks? Um, speaking of which, Gary on Conley. Investigating um, being caught up in a rape accusation again, allegedly. I'll just read uh, parts of the story here real quick. NFL.com. Ohio State cornerback Gary on Conley considered a top defensive prospect in this week's NFL draft is being investigated by police after he was accused of rape by a woman earlier this month in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, the Cleveland police confirmed to NFL.com. Conley, who is 21, has not been charged or arrested in connection to the alleged incident, according to the Cleveland Police Department. Uh, no warrant has been issued, and the department's sex crimes and child abuse units are investigating. A spokeswoman with the Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office told NFL.com that the police have not turned over any information related to the investigation. Um, obviously, probably going to hurt this young man, but again, let's just see what happens. Obviously, um, a lot of these accusations have gone nowhere. A lot of these accusations have gone somewhere. So, yeah, innocent till proven guilty. And let's just kind of see where this breaks down to. Um, with that being said, folks, we're kind of getting towards the end of the show here. Um, get, let me make sure I get through some of these last chats as well before I get out of here. Got the first lady on the other side of the glass there. Got to go say what's up to her before she goes off the bed here tonight. Um, Kesey says, Larry B., thank you for the support as well, sir. Yeah, much uh, appreciated there. Uh, Mocha B., how's the 305? She says, all good. Uh, Big L., great show, Vince. Thank you. Thank you. And again, folks, thank you guys so much for hanging out with Sports Done Right. Um, I just want you to know I, I appreciate it. I know life is tough. We're all very, very, very busy. And I, you know, when you take time to listen to my show and other shows, you know, I, I'm sure I can speak for all the rest of the hosts that we appreciate you taking time to listen. Um, we respect your time. And, you know, we're just trying to put together more great programming and have more great guests and do more sports talk. Um, from a different point of view, some people call it urban. Some people call it this, call it that. We're just doing our thing, man. And we're just trying not to be uh, the same stuff that you can just turn your TV on and, and you know, the, the four letters of the world and all that stuff. So keep us tuned in, xsquadaffiliates.com. Make sure you check out IE Sports Radio. And make sure you follow all the shows on Spreaker. And again, check those schedules. There's a lot of shows out there now. And man, I just cannot wait to continue this show, line up some guests for you here. I'm, I'm trying to work on actually a couple big guests coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, we'll keep those under wraps. So hopefully you'll be very surprised by that. And again, I just want to thank you all. So with that being said, another Tuesday night edition, Sports Done Right is in the books. 
sports governor, security detail is ready. We are off to the east wing of the Govs Lakeside uh, Executive Mansion. Y'all be safe out there. Be safe in them streets. Going to leave you with a little classic cut here. Um, as you know, I'd like to kind of end the show with a couple of tunes here just to kind of get everybody in the mood. Tomorrow is hump day. You're almost to the weekend, y'all. We're almost to the weekend. Keep it straight, man. All right. So with that, everybody enjoy. Looks like Houston is going to do it. Um, still 244 left, 101.92 over OKC. Um, want to say what up to Mike and Eden Prairie again. He sent some love. Want to say what up to Jeff, my brother-in-law. Keep yourself steady, son. Hope you're feeling good. And everybody else, I appreciate your love. Grego, replay it in the car. Do what you got to do. But with that being said, I'm going to take it back to where it all began. One of my favorites, y'all. Keep it tuned. You guys have a great night. And there might be a song or two after this. Kind of like a Marvel trailer. Stay tuned. Mamma
slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the face and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run around And put your car on cruise and lay back Cause it's summertime And checking out the fellas to tell them who's best Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around to see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hip you and to get you equipped for the summertime Definition of summer madness.
lightning, bro. Oh. Don't wanna fight me, bro. Oh. I'm fast as lightning, bro. You better oh. use your Nikes, bro. Yeah. You know you don't like me, cuz. Yeah. Your bitch most likely does. Yeah. She see me on the judge. Yeah. In front of every club. I be on door on bugs. Gave every whore a hug. Niggas don't show me mugs. Cause you don't know I got a key. Still dodging the haters, land of the freezer landfill. 
Smell the hatred, 2000 now, nothing's taboo or sacred. Life's just so proper, prepare for speed, nice landing. I ain't never scared, I'm a black man standing. Imagine living on an all black planet with tall buildings made of all black granite. No black on black crime is how I plan it. But every black woman be a black man standing. Failure's not an option, cause that's demanded. By the earth, she frail, she need a black man standing. They celebrate just MLK, not Malcolm, Marcus Garvey, Fred Hampton, or Eldridge Cleaver. How do the government really see us integrated, not assimilated, searching for white Jesus? My thesis are work in progress, too much info to process. Nymphos in the projects, birthing babies with limited promise. We in a race for more than land and dollars. We gon' lose if you plan to follow. Presidents, policies, is borrowed. Sock puppet politics is so hollow. It's a scam on the morrow. I know we black, y'all, but ask about it. That war overseas, man, that's about chips. Healthcare reform, that's about rich folks and their benefits. Freedom by any means, never been more relevant. Poor cash, turning credits, and I register my melanin. I be rebelling, military-minded with my regiment. Life's a soap opera, prepare for speed, nice landing. I ain't never scared, I'm a black Black man standing, imagine living on an all black planet with tall buildings made of all black granite. No black on black crime is how I plan it. But every black woman be a black man standing. Failure's not an option, cause that's demanded. By the earth, she frail. She need a black man standing. She need a black man standing. She need a black man standing.
posse from the Bronx is Bronx. In real, real life, we roll correctly. A lot of suckers would like to forget me, but they can't. Cause like a champ, I have got a record of knocking out the frauds in a second. A teacher will begin to say. I played the nine and you played the target. You all know my name, so I guess I'll just start it. Or should I say start this? Teach it, I'm the artist. Often new concepts are their hardest. Yo, cause I'm a teacher and Scott is a scholar. It ain't about money, cause we all make dollars. That's why I walk with my head up. When I hear whack rhymes, I get fed up. Rappers like a setup. A lot of games, a lot of suckers with colorful names. I'm so and so. Just wick, wick, whack, wick, whack. I'm not white or red or black. I'm brown from the boogie down. Productions, of course. I'm music be thumping. I'm to say they're bad, but they're bugging. Let me show you something now about hip-hop. About D-Nice, Melody, and Scott LaRock. I get a pen, a pencil, a marker. Mainly what I write is for the average New Yorker. Some MCs be talking and talking. Trying to show how black people are walking. But I don't walk this way to portray Smoke. The evidence won't got in my backseat. They pass 
365. It's just another day you go to meet the spirit just stand in me. Grab my pistol and my own. See what the judges gotta give me. Cause it's life. <laughs> yeah. Forever pimping, never slipping. That's how it is. Quick, you thought I was nice and smooth, but I'm really just slick. Rick, I tick and talk with my biological clock, and I crawl when I can't walk. I've seen joy and pain and realized that there's always sunshine after the rain. I got it made, got everything from cotton to suede. Seen the ledge from the edge, wanted to be a leader of the new school, but ended up in special ed. They told me I was too short and too vanilla ice. Said I shouldn't rock the mic because I wasn't too hype. They called me MC Light, and it wasn't because I was skinny. See, I thought PE stood for physical education. I called in a request, and they said I had the wrong station. I drifted from the far side till I saw the day law of my soul, but the beat kept passing me by, so I decided to let it go. I found a honeycomb, and that's where I met a tribe called Quest, but the killer bees chased me out of the nest. I just wanted to be a part of the goody mob, but they told me I was just an outcast and that I would never, ever last. So I went down to the lords of the underground, but they told me not to bust a rhyme. They said, common sense will tell you that it's just not the right time. I went from biggie to smalls to find lyrics that fit, and then they asked me if I was ready to be a true fushnik. They showed me the M-E-T-H-O-D and the treacherous techniques. They blessed me with the rhythm, but I still couldn't find the beat. They scribed hieroglyphics and traced it back to the roots. I saw the show, and then I got juiced. I met this cat called Eric B., and I asked him to listen, but he told me I didn't rock him, and then he started dissing. I put the needle on the record and thought the sound was most deaf, went to the store with 50 Cent and bought some M&Ms. I passed out on the way back to my house. My mom found me on the sidewalk with water she doused. She said, are you conscious, daughter, or should I call Dr. Dre? And I said, no, no, it's okay. I just need a tall glass of LL Cool J. That night, I dreamt of black stars and jazzy, diggable planets, and it made me feel high. Then I saw a little red man floating through the sky. The beast boys who live next door woke me up, the little creeps, and they said, if you're going to be an MC, don't sleep. I thought, these souls of mischief have got to be alcoholics, because they took my bottle of Brass Monkey and then they stole my wallet. That's when I realized that this hip-hop thing wasn't for me. So from then on, I called all my rhymes poetry. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com.